Take your right for place Donald Trump Donald Trump Take your right for place Donald Trump Donald Trump Beautiful. So that's like a, a few more. Let's fill in the earth a little a little bit more with mm. that word. Yep. Behind. Up. Up. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. Are we recording? Yeah. Sure are. But the very next day, you gave it away. To save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But like the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears. I'll give it to someone special. Mm. Welcome to episode 14. Theosu Memes Podcast. Jiminy Christmas! That's lockdown. <sighs> your mic stand is all we were talking about this. We have to replace your mic stand because you are funny with it. I cranked it? Cranked it too many times. Too Christmas many times. with the cranks. <laughs> Cranked it too many times. Oh, now it won't crank no now more. Now it won't crank no more. 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 Crank no more. It won't crank no more. Nice hat. Thank you. Where's that from? People are going to start asking if we're selling it. Did Jesse make that for you? He did. He gave Dang. me this sweatshirt too. Thank Shout you. Shout out to Jesse Chuck. And Angela. Thank you for the And product. Angela. Yep. That's Man, really cool. Why do you have a hat and a balloon and a sash? <laughs> because next week it's going to be my 40th birthday. Ooh. <laughs> you have to make your own noise with these. You have to make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's birthday next week. <laughs> Shivers. <laughs> Messed it up. Oh, <laughs> worth it. Nathan is leaving his 30s. Yeah, so there's a there's a bunch of things that are happening on my birthday, in case people were wondering. Which is actually in two days, technically, right now. Oh, from the, this podcast release? Okay. Yeah. By the time you're hearing this, I'll be in Las Vegas. You won't know where I am, and I won't know where in I am. In two days. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, uh, there's a number of things that are happening on my birthday, okay? So... Sounds you're wondering, oh, you know, what's happening? Nathan's turning 40. Big deal. Is it a big deal? Okay. So number one, I'm being released from my 30s. 
My 30 demons, gone. Gone. In they do say 40 is the new 30, though. Shivers. So you might have 40 demons now. Mm. But different demons. Okay, fine. Um, and then demons. number two, everybody who has been... Yep, light it. Light it up. Take a pub. Pass it to me now. I'm not going to eat one. Yeah, you are. I well, we you're going to eat three. Have a, we have a keto option. I felt like, you know, when I ate all that just pie on the Thanksgiving on. episode, I felt like dying. That'd be kind of nice if no one's going to eat one. Just, we'll just leave them. them yeah, yeah, let them burn. Let them burn? Yeah, let them burn. Let them burn. It's like that part in Saving Private Ryan where the Germans are on fire in the bunkers. Nice. This is keto. Mm. <laughs> keto. Okay, great. Thank you. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> so. It's an important day. It's an important day, okay? Because for a number of reasons. So in case you're wondering, we're going to let everybody who's ever been put in jail on Theosu memes free. Boom. There's like 500 people that are in More. jail. More, maybe. There's a lot. It's like releasing Brittany Griner from the Russian gulag. Yeah, in honor of her. Yeah. Well, it's not in honor of her. <laughs> we're going to be careful what you say. Chris. That was a bad trade. Sorry. That was a bad... Yes. That was for what? Yeah. An arms dealer, wasn't it? Yeah, and they left a Marine... A Marine... <laughs> in, 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 Biden is honestly <laughs> so. Has that meme been so made bad. yet? Then you know the trade off for meme. Yeah, yeah it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> we get Brittany Griner. You get yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> okay, all prisoners go free on Nathan's birthday, December fifteenth, yeah. two days from now. It's yeah. gonna be a tough job putting them all back into prison. Huh? It is. It's gonna be a long. It, nothing would make you happier though. <laughs> They're out for a day. <laughs> oh yeah. And they're repeat offenders. Of course. Well, it's, that's a, that's kind of like how it is, anyways. In yeah, the real world. exactly. Yeah, it's like they get caught at Walmart, you know, punching a an employee up, stealing Dude, toothpaste. You know, would be amazing is if is if we got to the point where we could start assigning people parole officers for memes. So oh, they have to and you have them? to you have to check in with your parole officer got, and send them a meme every day. Right. It got really quiet for a while putting people in jail. Like it got to a point yeah, where people was, were in line. They were in too, line. It's too quiet. Yeah. It's too safe. Basically, yeah. yeah. Going to we need public hangings. <laughs> yeah. I put someone in jail uh, last night though. Really? Yeah. There's always people that get upset about the the, the decree and declare memes, mm. and they come on and just spout. I thought like, you might put me in jail this week, and I didn't care. I was going to make a big stink about it if you did. Oh, oh because you didn't like the. Meme that template the way I used it. Yeah, it was weak, and it was. It was weak. It was. I. I'm like that was a that was, that was an incredible video, and it was just it just felt a bit wasted. I like. I agreed with better. your take on it though. So okay, hold on. There's one other insanely special thing happening for Nathan's oh. birthday. We are releasing the worst Christmas special. Ooh. Yes, we are, and we're going to premiere right now mm -hmm. on Theosu Memes podcast. The first five minutes, or the first couple scenes. All right, so let's set this up. Let's set this up. Yes, please. So we wanted to create something for Christmas this year. Well, we wanted to do it last year, but it was Christmas came and it went. Okay, and I vowed. I made a vow, an inner vow. And I know you're not supposed to make inner yeah, vows. Yeah, I was just gonna I, say, I made, was I your yes, one. yes? Yeah, I, I made. I swore to heaven. I swore to earth. I swore on the temple, the temple, the temple, the temple. <laughs> Um, you know, all the things that you're not supposed to do. I called my brother Raka. I, um, yeah, basically, I was like Paul returning to Jerusalem, shave my head. Um, and, um, anyways, so we flew in Austin Molt and, um, 
and the OCU's pastor. Yeah, who's the ringer? I call him the ringer. <laughs> and he's the guy that he's. I needed somebody that could match my energy. Yeah, and my willingness to do the to do the dirty. And um, and you just made Austin do everything. Pretty much the dirtiest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I put him. Yeah, we needed a hatchet man. Yeah, we needed a hatchet man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so and then, uh, anyways, long story short, we we wrote a twenty-two minute uh, Christmas Christmas special. It's the worst Christmas special I've ever seen. In fact, it is rated PG thirteen. What's it called? <laughs> Parents are strongly cautioned. There is material that may be inappropriate for children under thirteen, and I'm not just saying that. Um. Now it's it's sanctified. Yeah. Not barely. It's, it's sanctified, but it's not glorified. Yeah, exactly. It's not been yet glorified. <laughs> Thank you. It's living in the it's in it's be- the it's in the it's the both and. Yeah. <laughs> it's been saved. The in-between, it's as David Campbell would saved. say. Saved. It will be saved. It it's, will be saved. It's not yet been saved. I think the Church of God would definitely disagree with these definitions here. Why? They, you, would they hire? They're not progressive because they're not progressive. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, they don't believe in in, in sanctification. They instant, believe in instinct sanctification, yeah, don't yeah. they? Yeah, idiots. We don't want to give away any of the content of the. We'll just let this speak for itself. Right? Yeah, I'm sitting in heavenly place. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, are you? Because <laughs> you're right there at the, at at the strippers. You know what I mean? Like we, you were there. You were there on Friday night. You know, so are you are you seated in heaven? Have, have, are you? <laughs> are you sure you're not working at your salvation with fear and trembling? Well, I mean, we all know you're not. You know, there's no there's no trembling. You're just kind of doing whatever you want. I don't think you're sanctified. Yeah. Anyways, um, there is that. Okay. So on long story short, we threw together this. Didn't throw it together. We actually labored. Okay. Yeah. For a few days. Yep. And uh, we wrote. We acted. We shot it. And I'm pretty proud of it. I think it's pretty funny. I'm so proud of it. So let's yeah, see. Like what do we got? This is a sneak peek. This is a snack This is back. a sneak peek. This is a snack back. Snack back. It's preview. a snack back. Snack back. Lunchables. Farsa Lansky. <laughs> All right. I'm Skylar Scott. I'm the creative director here at Parkwood Pentecostal, and uh, yeah, a little bit about me. I'm in the people business. Uh, it's all about people for me. Uh, people over task. That's my that's my my big big idea. It's how I run, you know, our our department. I'm, you know, so uh, I'm a two wing one. Okay, I'm I'm an ESFP. Uh, I'm a Pisces. I'm a total empath, and um, so I I I love. What I do, but people come first. Hi, my name is Derek Miller, and I'm part of the creative department. I'm a worship leader at Parkwood, and uh, I also help out with the marketing. And I've been tasked with the uh, <laughs> kind of the overwhelming, uh, the megalathon that I call our Christmas production this year uh, here at Parkwood Pentecostal. Um, so, yeah. Do not fear, I'm an angel. My God, you're beautiful. I know. Mary's pregnant, but don't break up with her, okay? Why wouldn't I break up with her? She's been cheating on me. She hasn't been cheating on you. The Holy Spirit got her pregnant with Jesus the Messiah. Oh, who 
are you? I feel so much peace right now. He is the... I am your future son. You will name me Jesus, Father, and I will save you from your sins. Oh, my son, I always wanted a son. I will help you with your business. You won't have to work alone anymore, Dad. Are you athletic at all? Not really, but I do like hiking. Glory be to God. Mm. Dad, um, would, it, would it be weird if I asked you to worship me right now? No, son, because you're my savior. I want to. Look, Skylar <laughs> is university educated and um, we got it from Beverly Hills Presbyterian. And I have to be honest with you, um, I am a little intimidated by him, but Pastor Pat, he um, means a lot to me. Growing up, growing up, he um, he would pick me up every Saturday morning if we would go to the Starbucks, and we he taught me how to soap. <laughs> and I, I just, I feel like I know that um, I'm called to Mary's daughter, Amy. She doesn't know that yet, but I, I honestly, God, I have such a peace about it, and so. His word means a lot to me. And um, he wants to keep Christ in Christmas. I'm Joey Diaz. Uh, I'm the creative assistant at Parkwood Pentecostal. I play bass. Um, I'm not an actor. Like I did, I, did, I did 18 months of graphic design school. Look, Pat told us that we were doing this yesterday. Um, and... I have three other people, uh, including myself, that don't have COVID on our team. Okay, so the creative team went to Tomlin and United the other night, and apparently they all shared the same jewel. And as a result of that, they all got COVID, which is so frustrating because Pastor Pat hates smoking. A few years ago, he did a sermon series called Eternity, Smoking or Not Smoking. Like, everybody knows he hates it. And it's frustrating as well because um, I just feel like Skyler's not doing his job. Yes, he's running the creative team and you know he's scheduling people in planning center and stuff like that, but he's not discipling them the way Pat disciples people, the way Pat has discipled me. Like popcorn lungs, really? I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I'm sort of a straight edge. Dude, vaping's like, vaping's the new rollerblading. I have Joey, Derek, and Steve. I have no girls. Ah, don't be afraid. I'm an angel. My God, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh boy. There you have it, folks. There <coughs> you have it. There you have it. That Eric. was your special sneak peek premiere. Oh. Coming oh. out in two days for free on my birthday. On Nathan's birthday. As they say in Bavaria. Birthday? It's birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Have a few beers for your birthday. <laughs> Have a few beers or many beers. Do you want the schnitzel? <laughs> I give you the park schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you laugh like that when I said that, Brian? Because it's, it's just, it it felt real. It's here at the Yale Seminary Master's Program, undergrad program. Are you looking to go to seminary? Are you looking to enjoy seminary? Not pay a lot for seminary? And... Have a authentic 
seminary experience? No? I'm not. <laughs> theoseminary.ca. No, theoseminary.com. Theoseminary.com. Theosu.ca. Theoseminary. Ricola. I, like, I like your line that the vaping's a new rollerblading. That's, that's yeah. good. You know what the hardest part about rollerblading is? Yeah. Telling your parents you're gay. <laughs> hey, can you put your sash on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's the hardest part about being a mime. <laughs> being in the mime ministry. Having <laughs> I mean, to come out in Bible college. <laughs> as a mime okay um one last announcement for nate for nate's birthday <laughs> is that we are doing a theos you memes podcast live recording at theos leader retreat leader retreat and by this point we have announced the winner of the theos leader retreat oh, giveaway that's right we're doing a, th- a live theos you memes podcast at leader retreat you yep. need to be there yeah it's gonna be hilarious hopefully be there <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully we're not all like burnt out from retreat by then, and it's just like the worst content. That might ever. make it better though. And like, there's just a room full of people you're trying to be funny in front of. I have a, I have a feeling it's gonna be. It's gonna be when you're, metal. Burnt, when you're burnt out. You have to dig. Metal. You have to dig when you're burnt out. Gabe is yeah. not allowed on the podcast that day. <laughs> that's a that's an executive order. Well, yeah, because it's live. We can't. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, we edit, can't take. Edit. You can't take that back. Yeah, exactly. Like Gabriel will. We don't edit. <laughs> We don't edit, but we, so that's why Gabe, but we wouldn't have the option to. Correct. Yeah. Um, Gabriel just doesn't. He has no filter. Should we? Should we make it like a forum and just have a mic in in the aisle and people can just walk up and absolutely. say whatever they want? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, yeah, there should be some yeah interaction. We should have Joe on. Definitely, Joe definitely a be. segment. <laughs> but Lori would be like not against, not for it. Yeah. Do we do a Star sixty seven? Yes, we have to do a Star. We got to make sure that. They answer though when we do it. We got to do something local. Oh yeah, like Palm for Desert, sure. Or oh, like yeah. La Quinta. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do something. Something, That's that, awesome. something that David Campbell disapproves of. <laughs> and, yeah, and he's my, gonna walk dad. out. David Campbell's yeah. gonna walk out. Yeah, dude. we might not actually get David Campbell's session. He might fly home after after yeah. the memes podcast. No, well, probably. that's why we have to do it at the end. Fair, David. Yeah. yeah. Um, what a what a week! It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good. Um. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. Wait, I never got your thing, Chris. You didn't get it? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay, here's... What segment is this? This is... Oh, Election Watch. Prophetic News Flash. Oh, praise God. But the next part of that said, Donald Trump, start your walk back. Start heading back to your seat to your rightful place. Then everybody should start saying, Donald Trump, start your walk back. Start going back toward your seat. And then all at once, he stands up and says, I am beginning my walk back to my seat. Think about that. So we listen to the, now we keep saying that. And we keep saying, keep going back. Keep walking back to your seat until you sit in it. So everybody should keep... Oh, pick it up. Hello. Hello. This is our first call-in for the day. Hello. In Montgomery. Hello. Press one. Yellow. 
Hi, uh, this is Winston Montgomery. This is who? Winston. Yeah, this is Winston. Is this the is this the thing I'll see your names? No. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> 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 Great start. Okay, so we are doing. There's a live call in. There's uh, a live call line in. for this episode. Okay. Right. Well, the rules are: mm-hmm. you have to plead a case for meme jail, right? To get out of meme jail. Yeah. You I have will to ask, ask Lance a- for a question or for prayer. Or personal advice. I will say. Or a personal advice. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about that. And the reason I did that is because he didn't follow the rules. And it's 1128. It's not 1130. That's true. And the lines are not active right now. You got to hold the the line. Lines are not open. Unbelievable. Somebody has to be the Simon Cowell here. Why you got to be so rude? Voice of reason. Winston. Yeah. Don't make me sing the song, Winston. Yeah. Not again. Not again. So the, the prophetic update. We were halfway through it. Yep. That was Rotten. only halfway. No, he was going to explain what he meant. Chris, basically. So, so next time that you share a clip on the on the podcast, make sure it's under eleven minutes long. <laughs> hey, Chris, next time you share something on the podcast, be more interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, what's he saying in the in the in the thing? He was just saying that he was in context. He was talking about words of prophecy and how prophets work and he was using his former prophetic words recent prophetic words about Netanyahu and Trump Trump as examples of how prophetic words work and so this part was talking about a word that was released into the earth about how Donald Trump is to go back into the office and sit in his seat and everybody walk back, walk back and everybody should fill the earth by saying what the prophets have said Donald Trump take your seat Fill the earth. So I need to say that? You need to say it. Donald Trump, take your right Do we have a place. song? Maybe, All at once, maybe? Do we have maybe? a song for this, maybe? Take your right for place, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. <laughs> take your right for place, Donald Trump. Beautiful. So that's like a, a few more. Let's fill in the earth a little, a little bit more with mm. that word. Yep. Yeah. Contributing to yeah, that. We just cost. filled it in. Yep. Filling it in for yep. the day. Did my duty. Yeah. Now it's time for God to do His. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, it's not our fault. I just sang nope. that prophetically over the internet. <laughs> Receive it. Yeah. Brother, th- brother Terry, right now is probably interceding. That's probably why that came out of me. <laughs> he has I'm no idea father. why. Sometimes I don't know why. Okay, so first they announce their name. Yeah. And then he has to accept it. Okay. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Okay. Yellow. Hello. Yellow. Who am I speaking to? This is Dylan Thompson. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing well. And what is the reason for your call? Well, I need some advice on something. Okay. Speak up and speak quickly. I need to know how to make the proper peanut butter and jam sandwich. Oh, we have the the expert. Yeah. Chris Palmer here. That's a good question. Uh, Dylan, I'm going to take this one since I seem to be the expert around here. You need to get regular peanut butter without peanuts in it. So it's smooth. It's like smooth. not even in the yeah, ingredients. Like it's smooth. Yeah. 
Yeah, without the crunch. Like, okay, the, non-crunchy, the but it bits. still has to have peanuts yeah. in it. Yeah, no it's pulp. Butter. No pulp. No pulp. Yeah. I already disagree. I'm actually in. You're in. Because this is yummier. All right, go on. Yeah, and then you need to get a quality bread. Don't cheap yourself with Wonder Bread, because when you apply the peanut butter, the bread will... It'll get soggy. It'll get soggy and break apart. Yeah. And then you need to get quality Burr. jam, and you're good to go. What kind of jam? Strawberry? Blackberry. Blackberry. I hate this sandwich already. I like strawberry. Yeah, it's horrible. Or yeah. per, or, or grape. Dylan, does this jam? answer your question? Are you satisfied? I am. Thank you very much. Thanks You're for calling, Dylan. Welcome. Thanks, Dylan. It is ringing off the hook. Brennan Johnson. Hello. Who am I speaking to today? This is Brennan Johnson. This is Brennan Johnson. <laughs> Hello? It sounds like Everett. You you are right. Hello? And 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 how can we help you today? Okay, so this this is what I got going on. Okay, I can already uh, tell this is going to be long winded. Friends. No, it's going to go quick. I got you. Okay, you're friends with my uh, good buddy Josh Bingle up here in Washington. Yeah, frenemies. And yeah, and I heard that. Nathan is speaking on April 2nd up at Genesis Church. And I just wondered, could Lance Cunningham come instead? There's not enough money in the world. <laughs> Lance, listen, here's, well, a, here's I, the deal. Lance has his own jet. So y- y'all's church okay. couldn't even afford the fuel. <laughs> so I don't, but we are an international airport with a premium Delta Lounge just for you. Well, I can, mm. here's the deal. The jet doesn't, uh, the jet lands at its own strip. The, the, the Lord tells, tells the captain to land at. And if y'all could send over in good faith $30,000 for the fuel, uh, Lance can come. Otherwise, otherwise I, sheep old Nathan will show up. Well, how, how many Shafar blows will it take to get you here? At least nine. And, and do two extra nine. for Trump today so that he takes his rightful place. Back on Twitter. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I'll call I'll call Josh and see if he can wire you the the good face money. Here. Set it up. Okay, we'll Thank be you, waiting. Brandon. Thank you. Welcome, Tony. <laughs> it doesn't stop ringing. Press, press one. We need to set up. Phone yes, line. hello. This is Tony Stevens speaking. How may I help you? No, hi. I'm Tony Stevens. Uh, I think I'm Tony Stevens. <laughs> Have you met Tony Stevens? Mm. Well, I did one time, but I could be mistaken. Okay. Well, look, Tony, I'm not here to argue. We're both Tony Stevens, and that's okay. What can we help you with today? That's fine. Speak up and speak quick. Okay. Um, I need some prayer and advice. I was in a very negative spiritual experience with Brian Boss one time in high school, and I need to know if I need deliverance from it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what happened. Yeah, so it was uh, it was high school, uh, 2006. We were headed up to Tobermory and with a group of Christian high school guys, I should say. I thought we were all Christian. I, I don't know after this. We stopped at Giant Tiger and were picking up snacks, but a bunch of people, Brian included, picked up some Halloween decorations. And I mean some serious stuff like skulls, um, very demonic. I could, I could feel the aura off of it. Yeah. And then we drove up the rest of the way and... Just the atmosphere in the car, I could just feel it changing, just feel it changing, changing, changing until finally we arrived and our teacher went to go checked in. And before I knew it, some sort of rave or jumping or dancing was happening outside the car surrounding 
yeah. the Halloween decorations. Classic. One person was holding them up in the air. And um, yeah. do you know that really horrible song by uh, Cascade, Every Time We Touch? It hey, was Tony, just, uh, Tony, just, Tony, yeah. look, you, you don't need to go any further. I know exactly what you need to do. Okay, so number one, yes, that was an encounter with the demonic. There's no doubt. Okay. Um, there's probably demons attached to that car, attached to the clothes that you, if you still own those clothes, uh, I would, if I, if I were you, I'd get rid of anything, burn anything that was remotely related. Okay. If you still including have including the, the church van, okay. yeah, the church van, burn that. Um, yeah, you okay, need a clean I'll, break. I'll go now. Yep, and and probably yeah. burn the provincial park as well. Yeah, burn the provincial park. Uh, and then last okay. thing, last thing. Uh, you need to take all your clothes off right now. Go into a shower, <laughs> and you know, soak for about thirty minutes, and then put on Ray Bolts, and just let that Ray music Bolts, wash okay. over you. Uh, yeah, this is not legal be, advice. You should all be free. I have is all I have is head and shoulders shampoo. Is that enough, or do I need like no, uh, essential oils? You, sell some blue. You're Trust gonna, the blue. You're sell gonna need some. You're gonna need some. 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 Yeah. Just get it done. Thanks, Tony. We hope that helps. Okay. Yeah. Be free. You're free. Okay, thank you. Walk thank you. This is not legal advice. <laughs> Getting a lot of calls here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that- <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to get through this episode. No. I mean what you're gonna have to do is probably turn your phone off at some point. But let's take how many more calls should we take? A handful. A hand what's a handful? Well, how many can you fit in your hand? Well, some some people's oh, hands are bigger than that. others. Hello, who are we speaking to? You're speaking to John Bladel. John Bladel, like dreidel, but with a blade. Yes, actually. That would be uh, the the accurate pronunciation. Okay, and what can we help you out with today? So this is a question for both me and I guess my older brother, James. When I was eight, I was making some mac and cheese and he wanted some, and I said, give me your birthright. And he actually did give it to me. Um, so now I'm 25 and he's 27 and I still have it. Um, and I don't even know if it's the godly thing to give it back to him yeah, yeah, or yeah. if he has to kill me first. I don't know <laughs> how this works. We were, you know, the Christian homeschooled type. So yeah. I was familiar with that Bible story. Yeah, hey, buddy, and, Nathan, uh, Nathan, Nathan here. Let me I jump thought- right in. Let me jump right in. Uh, great question. I'm glad you called because that would be weighing heavy on my heart. Bottom line, he sold his birthright. He's he's out in the dark. That's yours. Okay, that's yours. That's right, obviously. So what you need to do, though, is get as far away from him as possible because he might kill you. Um, I'd change your identity. Move, okay, to, another, move, move to another country. Um, You're probably going to want to lay low for a while. Yeah, lay low until your parents are dead. Um, that's the best I can do. Thanks for calling. Awesome. I'll follow me. Is this Bartholomew? Yes, this is Bartholomew. Why does your caller ID say shook coal? Am I speaking to a liar right know. now? No, never. I, I just request that Father Cunningham, I have a problem I need to be solved. Okay, yep, go ahead. My my dog, he's been acting so strange as of recently. I, I think something's gotten into him. He... He pees with no leg up, if you know what I mean. He, he squats. And, uh, man, I, I think he's got a gay demon in him. And I pray, 
Father Cunningham, please, please cast out these queer demons out of my dog. He keeps pumping my children's legs. It's, it's terrible. I need, I need your help, yeah. Cunningham, please. Yeah, well, here's, here's the deal. It's not a queer demon. Okay, you're wrong. It's actually a feminine demon. That's what's happening. You got a male dog, and he's, and he's squatting, and he needs, he needs the Margaret Sanger cast out of him right now. <laughs> And so right now, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over Diane Keaton yes, and her spirit, and I, I cast her out in Jesus' name. I tell you, Diane Keaton, go back to the 70s in that, that hellhole that you crawled out of in Jesus' name. Okay, thanks for calling. You're, you're free. Your dog's free. <laughs> Sometimes you need to take authority over that Diane Keaton spirit. Keep my homie. What's up? Who are we talking to? Hey there, this is Ricky Mahoney. How are you guys doing? We're good, Ricky. What's your problem? Hey, Ricky, I'd like to ask that Lance Cunningham to pray for me. I need him to intercede for me like Moses did with the children of Israel. Uh, I've sinned, and I'm just going to come out and just say it. I, I did not tithe to Israel this month. Okay. End yeah. of it. Uh, yeah. My grandkids like to come over and watch Paw Patrol on my television, yeah. but my TV sets from 1997, yeah. and the screen don't work anymore, so they just listen to it on surround yeah. sound. Here's the deal. Here's and the I deal. Felt, Here's yeah. the deal. Let me let me cut you right off. I know exactly the problems. That's Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit just gave me a vision. Sure. The Holy Spirit just gave me a vision of bills yeah. being unpaid. Yeah. Uh, I see utilities. Mm-hmm. I, I see your utilities tripling. You know, I see, I see, uh, I see the IRS, an IRS audit on the way for you. Um, if you don't start tithing to Israel, um, so here's the deal: uh, the Lord is merciful. He's slow to anger. He's abounding in mercy. So uh, just make sure that next next week, uh, preferably next month, January works. It's fine. You just double tithe. Put twenty percent on that. Um, just make on that, top of the double tie. Just make that check out to Netanyahu. Yes, Netanyahu. Netanyahu. Who are you? That's Thanks right. for calling, buddy. You're free. <laughs> good. This is amazing. <laughs> the oh. content really just makes itself sure does. when yeah, people it call in, doesn't it? it? Does. Yeah. These are great I calls. Know, caller. Yeah. Oh, no, James Bladle. What did you accept? Press. Oh yeah. No, that was his brother. Unknown caller. <laughs> Dallas. Hey, who are we talking to? Hi. What's uh, your... I'm calling in for Lance, Lance to pray for me. Yeah, this is Lance here. What's your problem? How can I pray for you? Amazing. Um, you know, I have just had some rectum dysfunction, mm-hmm. and I have tried so many different things. I've tried sleeping upside down. <laughs> um, you know, I tried getting people to pray for me and the the best person I could possibly think of uh, was my online campus pastor. Yeah. And when they were interceding for me, it just didn't really work how I expected it. Yeah. It's because they have no authority and over, so over this, over this Lance demon. Could, yeah. yeah. Lance, here's yes, the deal. Yes, online, yes, online pastors don't have zero authority over rectum problems. Lance actually had his rectum diverted to his belly button. So yeah. he can't speak with much authority, but I'm going to say you got to get some Vaseline and just uh, just lather those bundle of grapes of hemorrhoids. No, 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 and, no, 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 no. What yeah. you need, no, no, no. What you need is no. The Vaseline needs to be from Israel. If it's not from Israel, it's not going to work. Kosher, kosher Vaseline. Okay. It's got to be kosher Vaseline. Okay. Exactly. Yep. Be free. Okay. So walk in freedom. 
Poop and freedom. Hobble and freedom. Okay. Yeah, hobble. Name it, claim it. Yeah, exactly. Grab the blessings out of the air. Yeah, smother it. Thank you. Paul from James. 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 Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, buddy. James, Lord just gave me a word for you. <laughs> he says that your birthright's oh. been stolen. And the Lord says oh. that he's not giving it okay. back. Lord says you're never this getting it back. The Lord, the Lord says, this the Lord says that you, the Lord says that you love mac and cheese, and that that's your vice. And now your life seven is over. deadly sins. You were a glutton for mac and cheese, and now you've lost your birthright. Yeah. Sorry, James. Oh, God. James, <laughs> you're oh. James. You're going to be a Walmart greeter for the rest of your life because of your love for mac and oh. cheese. That's the word of the Lord over you. No. Somebody's calling from Red Deer. Yep. Awesome. Anwar, come on. Nice. Anwar. Anwar. Hello? Big red deer guy. Hey, Anwar. Oh. Anwar. Hi, Manny. Yeah. Is this Anwar? <laughs> it is. Good to hear you, guys. H- how's things going, man? Well, pretty good, you know. Just, uh, the prime time in red deer. What can we do for you? Uh, I'm I'm calling. I need a prayer from Lance. Yeah. You and everyone else. Uh, Lance, you know, Lance here, buddy. Here, here's the deal. Can you tell me your problem in Russian? <laughs> I could, but I don't know. Does Lance have the prophetic power to? Yes, he does. Uh, okay, what I want you to do, I want what I want you to do is first, first for, before you tell me your problem in Russian, I want you to pray over Vladimir Putin right now in Russian. Oh, of course. Господь, мы просто сейчас поднимаем наши руки и мы молимся за. Владимира Путина, Господь, ты, ты, ты знаешь его сердце, и ты поменяй его, Господь, и мы, и мы просто доверяем тебе, Господь, с его жизнью, жизнью со всеми людьми, с украинцами, во, во имя Иисуса Христа. Oh, yeah. You just took authority over, over, over Putin. Yeah. So, Thank you, Anwar. What kind of prayer do you need today? Okay, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I watched the podcast episode yesterday, and I'm dealing with an offense. My friend Nathan talked trash about my my home, my mm. beautiful wintry wonderland, Red yeah. Deer, Alberta. Yeah, is it and, sunny you know, today in Red Deer? I, yeah, I, I only had to shovel three times today. <laughs> what's the uh, I'm, I'm, I'm what's getting, the temperature? <laughs> what's the temperature in Red Deer right now? It, it, it's it's a beautiful minus thirty, but feels like minus forty. <laughs> <laughs> it's minus thirty Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> That's a legit thing. I know. No, we I don't talk about what we talk about. What it feels like? Yeah. No, Stephen Schwartz. Stephen Stephen Schwartz told me that it was minus thirty three yesterday. Okay, Lance is going to pray over you in Russian. Okay, with actually with a Russian accent, I, just just for, for real power. There, there are a few more things. All right, spit it out, buddy. I, other than shoveling three times today, I, I'm getting heated. Talk to Christmas. I, I had a literal pipe freeze under and burst under my house last week. <laughs> my basement got flooded. Uh, I'm not even joking about this. <laughs> Jake will give you money to fix that. Away. Yeah. yeah. All right. It the Lord, didn't work. So all right. Now, Lance, is gonna, La- Lance is going to pray for you right now. Dear Lord, <laughs> I pray for brother Anwar, comrade. I pray that you make his pipes hot. I pray that you make uh, Russian dolls come uh, out of his ears for Christmas. Uh, I pray uh, that the Bolshevik revolution is ceased uh, and I 
pray for Tsar Nicholas and his family and the Romanov family. I pray that they do not get shoots in the forest uh, and that the leaves don't suck this year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude you know it's funny he's not joking he probably had no that's oh, not yeah, no he, he didn't he was lying about that yeah. his, his pipes this is okay remember that when we talked about red deer last how'd that's you know it. he was russian man he's at mark he, he, yeah yeah he's he's, he's, he's where's what country is he from he's from like stand. a yeah a, 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 a stand there's a stand in it yeah. and it's dude, like a central part of the russian prayer was impressive unknown caller do you want me to keep taking these yeah just take yeah take another one it's christmas Merry Merry Christmas. Who is Daniel this? Martin. Who are we talking to? What's up, Daniel? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Daniel Martinez. What's happening, dude? How can we help you today? So I had a question for advice. I'm a, so basically, I would want to thank you for providing this too. Um, I'm a senior at Oral Roberts University. Um, you know, do my master's here most likely in biblical studies, but long story short, I graduate next May. What is your I mean, what is your guys' advice for um, kind of just trying to prepare yourself for going into full-time ministry, you know, while doing master's and whatnot? How would you guys approach that? What was, what was your experiences like transitioning from school um, to full-time okay. ministry? All right. So you, you're finished. You're getting a master's in biblical studies at ORU, and you're going, hey, you know, how do I transition into, into full-time ministry? So great question, and this is what you do. So you go home, and you get very depressed, mm-hmm. Okay. And you just you just find a job, any job really. It'll probably be McDonald's. Maybe a, maybe you could become a sandwich artist at Subway. Um, right. And uh-huh. and you just you're like God. Where are you? And you have a mountain of debt. Um, and then you start mm-hmm. stacking chairs. You know, you you tell the local pastor, oh, I, I want to be in ministry, and he's like, well, you know, you got to wax on, wax off first. You know, so you start stacking chairs, yeah. and that's a good two years. Um, and then and after yeah. and after becoming an excellent chair stacker then you lead a small group okay and you're going to go through Mm. curriculum that is well beneath you okay probably they ask you stuff you know and you're going to be like rolling your eyes and humming and hawing and um and then and then you get hired on as the church janitor (laughs) okay (laughs) and you start and then you start to just really learn the trade and you start to know and then you start to overhear conversations and then you overhear that the assistant pastor (laughs) there's there's beef and he's smoking and so what you do is you narc on him (laughs) to the senior pastor and that's how you get upgraded into young adults ministry because they can trust you and and now you know now you know where all the bodies are buried and that my friend is how you Mm. infiltrate the system and that's on your long. Yeah, you're playing the long probably. game on your way to senior pastor. Yeah, it's a long game. There will be more deviant moves you make, but those are the beginning ones. Yeah. Do you guys have like curriculum to avoid the smoking problem once we get to the assistant role? No, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable. Yeah, it's, it's just it's it's going to happen. Yeah. But if you if you wind up an assistant pastor, just own it. Just you know, just eat pies. Uh, yeah. Buy you your know. 2004 Taurus. Yeah. Th- thank you for calling. Yeah. Talk to you, buddy. Good luck. No problem. Good luck. You're gonna do great. Yep. <laughs> Eat pies. <laughs> Eat pies. I don't know why Daniel called looking for some serious advice on the Thasio memes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the uh, on the stories it said with the number. The next panel said buyer beware. So they should know. Oh, okay. They're calling in. Yeah. Yeah. They should. They're gonna get trolled. Right. How are you yeah. guys feeling about this segment? I'm loving this. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Let's take one more and then let's move on. Okay. Just take a break. Yeah. Let's take a break. <laughs> take a break. 
for segments. Uh, in the meantime, yeah. Uh, did you have some CCC, Everett? What's CCC? The cringiest Christian content. Oh, oh we've got a call. Got a bite. <laughs> got another bite. Leslie Watt. Six. What's up, Leslie? Hi, I would like to request uh, Pastor Lance Cunningham's prayer. Of course. Yep, Lance is here. How are you, buddy? How can I pray for you? Well, it's a blessing to talk to you, Pastor. Um, I am, uh, this, this is my request. I am standing in the gap for Brother Terry as he stands in the gap for these all these elections. Mm. And I am just, I'm getting weary. And I, I just, I just need some endurance from the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we're all getting weary, buddy. We're, we're all battle weary. You know, uh, I've been standing. There's a verse that I've been standing on uh, during this whole election season, and that is this, uh, uh, that your your eye shall not pity them, okay? And that's what the Lord told me. The Lord told me, when you think of Democrats, do not let your eye pity them. Um, you will look, uh, Psalm 91, you know, uh, there. Uh, you will look on and see the recompense of the wicked. Uh, so those are two verses that I'm standing on now. You and I need to pre- keep on praying over Maricopa County, okay? Because Carrie Lake, <laughs> she was she was elected by and Squire, but uh, obviously yeah. there's some demonic activity, some Democrats <laughs> doing their thing over there. I believe um, it. So let me just pray for the Lord right now. I take, take I take authority over depression, suicidal thoughts over my brother right now. I break them yeah. in Jesus' name, and I release a spirit of Donald Trump. Over him, mm. a spirit that does mm. not quit. When they made Donald Trump, they didn't put any mm. quit in that boy. And Lord, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm praying for that same spirit. It's a Caleb spirit. Mm. It's a, it's a Trump spirit. Who, oh, in Jesus' name, I hope you're not operating a vehicle because I feel like the Lord's just going to touch you and you're going to fall over right now. In three, two, one, receive it. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I always advise people when they call in and they talk to Lance Cunningham, I hope you're not operating heavy machinery. <laughs> or an airplane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never pray over... I never, ever pray over airline pilots. Yeah. Right. Keep the them the, safe. Yeah. Because yep. the, 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 glory, the glory cloud's too thick. Sure is. Okay, CCC. What does that C-C-C. stand for? Christian. Cringiest Christian content. This is the cringiest Christian content of the week. So what do we got? How I spend time with God at the gym. First, I pull up my favorite Christian book or the Bible. Once I read a page, I start with my next exercise set, which is lunges. Then I start listening to my Christian rap to get me even more pumped. Then I do my next exercise and do side lunges. Last but not least, I just pray, rest in his presence, but always pray before and after your workout. Yeah! Oh my gosh. Okay, next call in, by the way, you should play a song for them. That was good. Dude. I thought so. I saw that on a like a cringe account that yeah. I follow. It's not a Christian cringe account. It's a cringe account. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, this has to be a parody. Right. No, it's not. I looked up the account. Like, it's very. What would serious. you do if you're at the gym and you saw that? That was probably. Oh, her, I would. That I was would. probably her most modest outfit too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I she's would, and she's doing like you know, <clears throat> if you go to the gym, you know, guys are always like working, working, working out like from their waist up 
Yeah. Women never do anything that's that's above their waist. Yeah, it's always always, it's always their butt. Right. (laughs) Of course, in that one, she's doing her lunges. What what? I'm doing my lunges. Yeah, couldn't be a front facing. And then after I'm doing and after that I do more lunges. And then after that, even more lunges. (laughs) Then I do the stair climber. Totally, exactly. I take a break with some squats, immediately (laughs) followed by more lunges. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, reading man. a book at the gym is extremely hard to do. If you're reading, like on the stairmaster, I tried it one time. Not even, not happening. even try it. No. Thanks to God's new workout plan, I'm the MB of all my friends. <laughs> I wow. brought, a, I brought a book one time to the gym. Yeah, I was like, not is, happening. No, if I'm gonna brought- learn, I tried it. Because I would see people on the stairmaster, and they would be Chris. into it. You got to do like an audio book. Chris. No, no, exactly. I I eventually conceded that if Chris. I'm going to learn anything at the same time, it's going to be a podcast. Chris, it's true. If you you have say to, that. You have, you have to. Yeah, you have to listen to something while you're at the gym. Yeah, Chris, if you tell me that you brought a book to the gym, do you expect me not to roast you? <laughs> do you expect me not to flambe you like a cod fillet? Go ahead, Everett. Let it rip. No, that's enough. Me that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Our gym has a bar. Yeah, it does. I actually I've, work at that cafe. Have you seen the it most. open though? I haven't seen it open. But you, I've you have seen to go the, ask uh, the the kitchen staff. Uh, and I know this because my wife drinks there. So you just go ask the <laughs> kitchen staff. You're like, hey, can you just pull around and, like make me a martini? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, my wife will literally like go like you know work out, and then she'll like have a have a have a you know drink. It's like that's hilarious. amazing. It's hilarious. It's the very it's the most jasmine thing ever. How many how many times would you say you've been to Lifetime? Uh, I could pull up our account. I can see everyone's activity. Um, I haven't been in a long time. I, I work at that cafe three days a week. I haven't been there for a couple months because of my back injury when I, yeah. go- when I was golfing. I uh, Everyone ditched me last night for pickleball. I was sitting there alone with my paddles. Oh, Matthias didn't go either? Uh, he had an emer- a family emergency, and then he showed up after that. Okay. You were pickling alone? Um, you were dinking alone? I was reading... No. I, yeah. You're dinking with strangers? Yeah. Stranger dinks. Yep. <laughs> what it's called. In case anybody's wondering. That's actually I, I didn't I didn't know that you had to ask the kitchen staff. How funny like how funny would it be if you just went into the steam room and some guy was just like drinking a martini in the sauna or something? <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed glass in that section. Rules. Rules. Yeah. It's a good gym though. Um I have a question for the table? Yeah. <clears throat> Why is Justin Co that guy with those posts? Which guy? Which with what post? Seventh day. Stop working to overcome sin in your life? Yeah. Why is he a heretic? I haven't seen these. Okay. Well, he's antinomian. Define. Okay. It means that you don't believe in any law whatsoever. So <clears throat> uh Work us through this. I want to learn. I I want to learn. I haven't even seen these posts yet. Okay, here we go. Stop working to overcome sin in your life. Right. That's the, you know, so just right there. That one I can see. That's dumb. That's heretical. Okay. And plus it's very, very ambiguous and vague. And and big statements like this, I don't think work in small bites. Because what are you really saying? Agreed. Okay. So so it's going to get worse. Right. But But that's a bad start. But but that's a bad start. Exactly. Um. You know, it, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work to work. Like, look, like you're you're not a puppet. You have a will, and you have to crucify the flesh. And it's you know, literally, like, like, like that's the most that's the most basic Pauline idea, right? 
Like you know, any man who strive. wants to follow me has to take up his cross, right? Like, right. so it's like, it doesn't work. Think about this. What's the point of fighting a battle that's already been won? Right. So, so, so <laughs> yes, I'm forgiven. Okay. Uh, but can you lose your salvation? Um, which is, th- that's a big, that's a bigger question, you know, ultimately, but even a Calvinist would say, if you're not working out your salvation with fear and trembling, it's proof that you were never saved. Right. Right. So, like, so either so way, you're disqualified. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And Catholics say the same thing. Catholics, Catholics are more James than they are Paul. Catholics are, I'll show you my faith with my works. What does he say is the solution for overcoming? Okay. This is the good, good news. Uh, Jesus has already condemned sin and set you free from the law of sin and death. And as a result, you don't have to do anything to overcome sin in your life. You just receive what he has already done. Okay. Yeah. So, so thus, thus, let's go back to the top. Thus, oh, shivers. I locked it. Here, yeah, pull it up. stop working to overcome sin in your life. So exactly. It, 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 it is ambiguous in some respects, but I think, it's, I think it's heretical. And the reason why I believe it's heretical is because that's, that is antinomianism. It's an old heresy, and it's saying that you don't need any sort of law in your life. So, cool. Now, it, it's, that's, not, that, that's not just yep. my, my only bone to pick with the guy. He creates a lot of content that's... First John, First John's a, a really good book on this when you, when biblically speaking, to get at this text. And in First John, there's a clause that's there, even as, and the, the John uses that continuously in his text, even as, even as, and he talks about living even as Christ lived. And the reason he's doing that is because the heretics at the time, who were the pre-Gnostics, were basically saying that the flesh or the sinful nature is irrelevant at this point. It doesn't matter what you do with your flesh. It only matters sort of your gnosis that you have or the knowledge that you have. And so these sorts of statements come from the idea of operating off of revelation knowledge and understanding. It comes from E.W. Kenyon, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so what we do in the battle and how we act and how we live is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. But that's the whole distinction that John makes in First John, that it actually really does matter, our effort and our intentionality in living like Christ, and making sure that we walk the straight and narrow and live and live a holy life. And I think Paul brings that around in his letters when he gives a list, and he's give, he really speaks that we have to have an active resistance against things that can tempt us and make us uh, fall into sin. So, yeah, Paul says uh, in in Corinthians, "I worked harder than them all, yet not I, but the grace of God that was, you know." That was in me, or work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God that wills both to do and good for your, you know. So it's so, both so and. It's both and, exactly. So no, no Christian who reads the Bible and understands the tension of grace working in your life and empowering you, and your and human responsibility, and the the strange relationship, or and the what was the threshold of grace and my and human will. You there know. has to be, yeah, there has to be. What what I hear this statement saying, maybe not everybody's hearing it, what I'm hearing in this is that there really isn't an intentional effort that we have to make to overcome sin, because sin's been overcome in Christ. But yeah, sin has been overcome in Christ, but there's a duty that we have to yield ourselves to the Spirit and yield ourselves to Christ, or a believer can commit sin. Right. That's cool. Yeah, I, I just thought people, there was word on the street that, you know, Wanted some backstory, back explanation to that. What was the other reason you're you, this guy's a heretic? You said there's like a, a host of yeah. I mean, just read through his content so he doesn't believe in hell. Oh, that's that's a good place to start. Um, is he a deacon? 
so he's a Seventh Day Adventist. Yep, there's going to be problems in there. There's going to be yeah. Just 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 scroll through. There's there's, there's a lot of a lot yeah. of fun <laughs> stuff in there. Okay, thank you. That was like I I just want I'm going to ask questions because it's like a time to learn. I don't I think to learn. I don't think an annihilation an annihilationist should be anathematized. I do believe that a universalist should be. Yeah. So someone that believes that you get destroyed completely? No. So, yeah, so, so, yeah, so annihilation? Means, uh, annihilation is like... Uh, you don't have to suffer through the consequences? They, of, they, they believe that like the wicked are burned up, and they don't suffer. They don't believe in eternal, in conscious. eternal conscious punishment, exactly. Okay. Which I think is... is it is the it is the orthodox view, the historically orthodox view, in terms of it is the the belief that most of the church for most of of time has taught, right, right, uh, and you can you, like anything, you could find a couple of rogue patristics to agree with you on anything, um, but um, so I, I believe it's the second Const, uh, uh, second Constantinople, uh, the, the um, that that. Um, that council condemned uh, uh, originism, they called it, or universalism, which is um, that everybody, like ultimate reconciliation, that everybody, like God wouldn't, everybody, yeah, yeah nobody, nobody actually goes to hell. Everybody gets saved. So you and, would forgive a, you, so you would. That's that that I would I don't anathematize those people. Right. Okay. Yeah, but you're you'd not. Give... You're, I don't. I do not believe they're Christians. People that believe in in, in universal. That, that's not that because the, the issue with that is that you have to deny the Apostles' Creed, right? And what what do you what do you you're calling Jesus a liar in John three, <laughs> right? That you know if you believe, uh, then you perish, uh, right? Like Jesus said that, so you have to literally. And this is the this is the the thing um, when you start to when you start to problematize. Really obvious, like for example, the words of John the Baptist and Jesus in John three, you know, where they both say, "The wrath of God remains on him," or you know, you you know, you shall not perish but have everlasting life. When you start to problematize Jesus' words, typically there's where there's smoke, there's fire. Right, so, you've gone off. Yeah, so way back here. exactly. So a universalist is typically guilty of a number of other issues, right? Um, but to me, that alone, you, you don't believe Jesus, right. you know, so. Why would you okay, re- here's a perspective. What would you say to someone? Uh, there's a famous comedian that said, "Why would you, if you made a broken car, a car that didn't work, and you blamed the car, how is that fair?" What do you mean? Relating that to humans, God created humans, but yeah. He made you broken. Yeah, but 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 that's not taking into account sin and rebellion. Right. So God didn't create sin. Uh, God created a good, perfect, a good, perfect humanity, and set us in a garden uh, for. So you optimal. have to accept that that origin story. Yeah, you have to accept that humans have rebelled yeah. against God, and they've invited sin into the world. What the if reason, they don't accept the that? reason why? Well, because they think they're good. Because everyone thinks they're good these days. Well, totally. If, then they're going. Then they're. Then they're. Then they're obviously they fail to receive the mercy and the grace of God, and there's nothing left but wrath. And you're saying they've rejected it? Absolutely, of course. They failed to receive it by rejecting it. Yes. Yeah. God didn't make a broken world. God made a, a, a an ordered and a perfect world, and humanity rebelled, and then we invited chaos. <clears throat> so the reason why things are broken 
is because um but god can't if god is if god is in full control right right totally you have to have this conversation yeah. you have to go down these lines well, totally well god's god god's paradoxically sovereign right he's not meticulously sovereign which, which i mean people would that's another dis, major disagreement you know like a calvinist or a reform person would say that god is meticulously sovereign and so yeah they god made he this person that. yeah god made this person th- with this sexual deviancy and the reason why is because he's damned them you know eternally like a matt walsh would say that on a joe on joe rogan oh did he say that? yeah oh jeez. yeah whereas i would say well no um i don't think god made that person with that specific sexual flavor um we we're broken he made a humanity that could choose he made a humanity that's broken and we all have a cross that we have to carry people don't like that statement he made a humanity that's broken because then that means well no, you're a mean creator no, he didn't make a humanity that's broken i never said that god made a humanity and that humanity has invited sin by its own will right. and it's rejected god right. and so now humanity is broken because it has rejected god and has invited sin and chaos into the world Chris, do you have anything to add to it? He's sitting there very, very quiet. Stoic. I, I'm always quiet, though. So, sure. Good. I think you are not always quiet. I'm quiet. You're loud off the podcast. Off yeah, the podcast. but every time I say something, I, I catch fire from Everett. So, I got to be careful. Well, you need that. to push back. You push, just push back. Yeah, what do you, that's all I want. I, gotta, back. I, I just that, want to playmate. I just think that when I think the word universalism has to be really closely delineated. And I'm not saying I'm a proponent of universalism because I believe in eternal conscious punishment. But that, but universalists don't like that word because there's two types of universalism. There's a person that believes that Christ is one of the ways to God, right? Muhammad, Buddha, whatever, so on and so forth. So that would be considered right. universalist. So like a religious, yeah, and that, that would be considered universalist. And the reason why Carlton and then, Pierce, and then there's ultimate, re, uh, yeah, there's ultimate reconciliation, which yeah. right now is being called. That's the other type. Of yes. universal, yes. yes, yeah, and because like a, a guy like Carlton Pearson, who's been who people are staying friendly with, and they, they believe the best for him, but he sort of went in a direction where his universalism was other paths, right? But then there's the hopeful inclusionist who will appeal to people like Gregory of Nyssa, Origen being one of the main guys, and Maximus the Confessor, like Nathan was talking about, cherry picking, are going towards church historians that would favor this view, and they would say that. There's sort of a purgatorial you know, uh, in- inclusion, which means that there's fire for people who are rebellious, but at the end of that fire, they're going to come out of that fire, and all things are going to be reconciled unto God. And so that's ultimate reconciliation. Where is there punishment? Yes. So when they read into texts like the wrath of God or the, the wrath that comes down, they're, they're, they'll say like, well, yeah, we do believe in the wrath of God, but believe it's more of a temporal purgatorial punishment that people come under. And then after that, there's reconciliation to God. And so when you talk universalism, that's where the discussion, you sort of say, anybody that's a hopeful inclusionist, that second sort of universalism would cut that out and say, this is heretical. The people that say without Christ, that's sort of a heresy. Well, not sort of, it is a heresy. And then the discussion would begin, is is it annihilationism? Is it purgatorial? Or is it eternal conscious punishment? And that's where the, the conversation gets really greasy and gets really interesting because... And, and where it begins, so a guy like David Bentley Hart, he's coming in the hopeful inclusion of it. He's going to say, let's hope for the best and let's believe the best. And they would say, when it comes to the creeds, um, the creeds don't say anything for it or against it. It's not true. Well, I'm saying what they would say. And well, I'm, not, the, I'm not advocating for this position. Yeah, but it's not true. So so the second 
Council of Constantinople condemned Origenism, which is hopeful inclusion. I'm not saying for it against it. I'm just kind of. In fact, in fact, they they and they and they they anathematized anybody who promoted Origenism. So, okay, but in that position, and this they're rejecting yeah, this is, that. I'm just, I'm just trying to represent the position right here. Because right. I'm yeah. state. Okay, and they would say that. I they I'm not saying me, but I'm saying what they would. I'm speaking as yes. them. So don't soundbite this. They would say I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can take this position as long as you don't teach it as this is law. So a guy that says ultimate reconciliation is not going to say this is dog. This is dogma and must be taught definitively. Right. Because to to say, but they would say the same thing. They would say the same thing about eternal conscious punishment. Because they're going to appeal to Dante, and they're going to appeal to this medieval era where all of a sudden Dante is upset at the Pope, and he puts him in hell. And in his um, his work, Dante's Inferno. So they would say you can't say one way or the other because it's not in the Nicene Creed. So don't take a dogmatic position on it. So it's co- sort of like, how do you want to feel about the lost? Do you want to feel like they're going to be eternal consciously punishment, or do you want to feel like they're going to be annihilated, or do you want to feel that it's purgatorial in the end they're going to come out of this? And live your life in fear, and the the hopeful inclusionist is going to say, "I want to believe the best, and I want to hope for the best." I reject that. So position. they're making it a non-essential when it is really essential to our doctrine. That, that's what I think. So yeah. it's, it's, for for me, they're like whatever. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, what was his name? Um, I remember I read his book on it. It was called uh, "Dare We Not Hope That All Men Be Saved." Uh, it was von um, Hans Urs van Balthasar. Yeah. Hans Urs von Balthasar. Yeah, he's a he's a, Catholic, a great name. Catholic exegete uh turn of the 20th century and uh, i remember reading it and going okay you know and his point is is simply um you know should not shouldn't we hope for ultimate reconciliation and isn't god power enough to do this and, da, 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 da. and it's like well uh, i think what we should do is we should rally around the words of christ and to me which gave us hope for that well totally and, yeah and there's an urgency to the gospel, yeah, and and, and the, the, you can't remove the urgency. I think people should realize that it's a good point to say this: that whatever position that you take, there are always consequences of that position, and there's other ramifications at the of that position. Right. Me, as someone who believes in eternal conscious punishment, I also have to be be careful in believing that that I'm not just putting everybody in hell all the time who doesn't agree with me or my doctrine. <laughs> right. Because that's what they tend to do, and the fundamentalists can be just as aggravating, obnoxious. Okay. As the as the as the as the person who's saying, yeah. I believe in. But if you believe in, a, yeah. in in ultimate reconciliation, that opens a really that can. If you see how people believe about matters of ethics and the matters matters of morality, they tend to be looser. Correct. See, to me, that, that that's exactly where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. And so the issue is, why are you doing this? What, what's uh, what what. What is this connected to? And it's always connected to a a very loose gospel. But I, I think that I think that ultimately, at the end of the day, um, we have an issue with hell, right? And it's 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 it is specific. It's I, I mean, every generation has its issues with scripture, right? Yeah. Uh, my grandmother's generation had no problem with hell, had a big problem with the idea that God could be love. Well, the reverse is true, right? When you live through World War II and your family is getting killed on battlefields in Europe, you're like, there is evil, it's and, real. and those people better go to hell. Totally, right? And if God is love and forgiving, then then you know, I, I don't, I want no part of it. Our generation's problem is that we've never suffered through war. We don't believe in hell. We don't believe that there's anybody that's that, that's bad. Ultimately, 
you know, the only people that's bad is our political wo- opponent uh, foes <coughs> who are who have no teeth. You know, like are, are as bad as the the party that we don't like is. You know, it's not like they're they're committing, yeah. you know, genocide or whatever. So, and, and yeah, so we don't believe in hell, and we believe that God is love. And if God isn't love, well, then I can't. And that's that. That's my issue. So to to me, yeah. um, in 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 the face of of the the, the doctrinal era of our time, I think that we have to rally around hard uh, historic Christian Orthodox truths. And it is not, once again, um, for me, um, there's safety in rallying around what, once again, I, I don't think that the creeds are, I don't think that the creeds are canon. I don't believe that the creeds are um you know, they ex, say everything that's ex cathedra. Totally. You know exactly. It's like it's not. It's not the, the end all be all. But what the creeds represent <laughs> is how Christians have thought universally for most of time. That's what they. they, they and so you better be really, really. You better have really, really, think, really hard exegetical evidence in order to go against. Yeah, and we we had a discussion like this, and that's why I think shameless pub for Thales Seminary. But I think the important thing is in these theological issues, being aware that these things exist out there, right? Being aware of the different positions, being aware of how people are representing the different positions, and then learning how to read the text and how to, not just the text, but also how to read the church fathers. Because people cherry pick the church fathers just as much as they pick texts when they they want to, I want to prove something. So, I mean, I got a book in my library right now where you can literally pick a topic, pick a church, pick a topic. And then find out what a church father said about it, yeah. and they disagree. Some fathers were right. Is that the book? Uh, I think it. Yeah, that's one of them. And then there's one like it's just a Zondervan publication or something. Yeah. And cool. and and the, the argument's always at how am I reading this, and is it there? I was with I was listening to a theologian really trying to back himself off a corner this week, and the, the determination he was being pressed by the other theologians as he was representing theological point is: is it actually there in the text, yeah. or is it not there? The and, pre pre Nicene. Pre Nicene patristics are all over the place, and that's why we had the creeds. Yeah. Was because there was no uniformity on some big issues. There was guys saying all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, uh, you know, about around the second century, people started to go sideways. Right. Not everybody, but. All right, we talked about hell in this episode of Fast Few Memes, and so I thought it might be pertinent to share with you that Gabriel Finocchio, yes, Lord Voldemort, he must not be named has done a hot topic on hell that I think you might be interested in perusing to brush up on your doctrine of eternal states. So give it a listen. Where is it available? Theasu. You say it in a sentence? And it's available at Theasu. Sign up right now. Cool. Well, I think that was a good segment. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thales Seminary, great place to study. Thales U, great courses to take. Oh, yes. Mm. Professors at Thales Seminary, marvelous people. Mm. Mar- marvelous, marvelous people. Marvelous mm. people. Marvelous. And all these people. Marvelous people. Uh, this has been episode 14. We're heading into the post show, which you can get on theosu.ca. I want to take this. Let's play them out. Let's play a song for them. Hello? To accept, press 1. Hello. This is your favorite person, and I'm speaking to my favorite person. That's my favorite person. I have a, you know, I, I have a prayer request. 
I was told I can call this number. Yeah. Yep. What's your prayer request? So, you know, I've been dealing with some dementors in my life, you know, um, for some reason, just every time I wake up in the middle of the night, I see, I just see dementors everywhere in my room. And my grandma says it's because I drink alcohol. Mm. It's because like, I mean, I don't get drunk, you know, I'm not a drunk guy. I don't like to get drunk at the sin, but my grandma sees one of those, you know, Pentecostals that says if I even drink a sip of beer, that it's over. Uh, you know, I've opened up a portal and I don't know. I don't know what to do. You know, my, so, so so walk me through this. You're waking up in the middle of the night and you're seeing women with hijabs on floating around in your room. Dementors. Yeah. Dementors. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like the mentors. Um, yeah. From Harry Potter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just see them floating around and, and my grandma swears up and down it's because I've been drinking that wine. All right. Well, and the Lord gave me the interpretation. The Lord gave me an interpretation of this entire thing. You're called, okay. to go to, you're called to go to Iran. And you're called to preach the gospel there. Lord's calling you, son, to go to Iran and to protest with all those young women against the Islamic regime. And I see freedom. I see... I see burkinis coming off, and I see modest bathing suits being put on. I see, I don't know what I'm talking about right now, but just the Lord's going to give the rest of you to it to you. God bless you, son. Okay. You know what? One more question. My my, my friend says that Jesus isn't God. He's, he's, he's one of them Jewish. He calls himself a Messianic Jew, but I don't believe that because he doesn't believe Jesus is Lord. And I just wanted to know if you can pray for him. His name's Philip. Just kind of ironic. One of the dudes from the Book of Acts, and uh, that explains it. Yeah, though. just pray over no, my friend Philip. That, that explains it. His name is not a Jewish name. You see, it's funny because he he found once he once he found out he was Jewish, it was all over. He started blowing the show far. Like he posted a video of himself on Instagram, like the whole night, like you know, and not like good show far playing. He's just, blew it and doesn't know what we're making and he practices all these Jewish holidays him, that don't like, even matter anymore. Tell him that he has crazy. A, tell your friend that he has a Greek name and see how he feels about that. Yeah. Also Ooh, tell, tell, tell him that D, that those DNA tests can be a scam. I I, I right. actually well, I, I actually have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? I wanted to know your sentiments on Chris Palmer. <laughs> on Chris Palmer. Yeah. I'll tell you, I don't even know who the hell Chris Palmer is. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your sentiments. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> I'm blocking them. <laughs>